0: Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Weekend, Friday, Friday, getting down on Friday.
1: Welcome back to the morning shows. Happy Friday, everyone. Jacks here, Claude here, Brunner here, Thrice here. Everyone's here. Woohoo! Woohoo! The Thrice brothers are back in town, which means that today's episode will be complete. You know, Jackie.
0: The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. Yeah.
1: Yeah is right. Happy Friday everyone. We did it. And every single one of us did it. Those who earned it. Those who didn't. Those who are good. Those who are bad. It's Friday for all of us.
0: Actually I don't think it's Friday for our Australian toasters. Oh,
1: you know we're true. huge
0: in Australia.
1: True that.
0: Um, Two things. One. What was One whatever two is not like other girls tour is officially on sale. If you head over to girl with no slash tour, all the shows should be up for sale. By the time you're listening to this, the West coast is 1 PM Eastern time, 10 AM Pacific time. So that's Portland and Seattle, but shit's getting real. You guys like Charlotte is gone. Charlotte was gone the minute we went up for sale. So, um, that sucks for people who didn't get tickets. But the good thing is, is that I'm playing an even bigger venue in Durham, North Carolina, which I think is like 90 minutes away. So if you weren't able to get Charlotte, check out Durham. We've got Portland, Seattle, Long Island, New York. We've got West Hampton, New York. We've got all the places, Nashville. The Nashville girlies were taken care of. Um, Girlwithnojob.com slash tour. I can't wait to see you all. I feel like we have a lot of new toasters here. For, so for those who don't know, you're probably like, oh my God, I've been listening to the show. Claudia and Jackie are so funny. Like maybe one of them should try stand up. Mm. Well, it turns out one of us did. Um, she's extremely, extremely successful and extremely funny and she's on tour girl slash tour it's about a 60 75 minute stand-up show we're we're laughing we're drinking we're talking about me we're talking about my weight we're talking about pop culture are it's, we talking
1: about the Streis brothers I don't think so I think they got snubbed
0: you know they're not really in this tour my tour is actually more like me focused you know yeah but
1: Theo got Bruno is
0: growling
1: Theo's, Bruno's aggressive
0: you know what like They say, you know, like, oh my God, Bruno, chill the fuck out, bitch. Bruno, come on, it's Friday, chill. The boys are like, okay, what I was going to say is like, you know, there's like a stereotype, like rescue dogs are aggressive. And like, if you get a dog from a breeder, he's much safer. And you know, Bruno is kind of smashing that stereotype. Bruno's kind of aggro. He's kind of aggro. No, but
1: here's the thing. Like he has a big bark, but no bite. Mm -hmm. And he sees himself as this big macho man, maybe because his name is Bruno, No, maybe he feels
0: like he needs to live up to it. No, I think maybe in the last couple months, he's been entering like his big brother role and he's been taking it really seriously. He has
1: been taking it seriously, but he does get this way where he's just like, I will fight anyone at any time. And it's like, Bruno, calm down. No one's threatening you. Literally, this is the meme. Nobody. Bruno, you want to fight? You want (laughs) to take this outside? This is me. Nobody. Bruno.
0: The boys are here. It's Friday. I hope everyone is feeling joyous. I know I am because there's really nothing like a Friday. Mm-hmm. Um actually, there's Friday, which is a little bit better. But um I had a few things I wanted to clear up from yesterday's show.
1: Oh, shit. Okay. And then I have something that I want to um say as well because I saw a comment the other day being like I'm I know what new you're new here. Say. Who can you explain who all the people are, all the characters in your life? And, and I would literally love nothing more than to do that.
0: Yeah. I think like our newfound success, like really hit me yesterday when you called me to share Um, like the, I think literally like the receptionist at your doctor's office was like, oh, we recognize your name. I watch you guys on TikTok. She said, she said I
1: love you guys. I watch on TikTok.
0: And Jackie, of course, called me because that's like my dream. Like, you, Some people like to whisper like dirty things in their lover's ears. When me and Ben make love, he's like, you're so famous on TikTok. And that's what (laughs) takes me to the edge. (laughs) Um, But the things I wanted to clear up from yesterday's episode. First is that um, the Beyonce toasters came for us, and I have to issue a correction. Uncle Johnny. And I knew this. I don't know. I literally just saw a TikTok about it. Not a designer. Uncle Johnny is... Uh, Beyonce's uncle. And he recently passed um, from HIV, but he was, like, making dresses for Beyonce. He made her prom dress. Right,
1: so I feel like... It has nothing to do with Kim. Nothing to do with Kim. Like, maybe she was saying, like, her prom dress was made by Uncle Johnny and the other girls were wearing cheap spandex. Right,
0: so, so apologize for that. Um, Not cool, Claudia, not cool. Um. Also, we heard from our sewage girlies yesterday. You know, we were talking about manholes did yesterday. Me? We did, and I said... um you know, if you work in the sewage industry, like let me know, not expecting any of our toasters to work in sewage. And there were quite a few. And they let me know that the new um, kind of gender neutral, politically correct term for manhole is maintenance hole. That way the acronym MH stays the same.
1: That's good. They don't have to change signs Mm -mm. and posters. Interesting. Okay. Maintenance hole.
0: And then the third and final update from yesterday's show is the Rachels. They showed up and they showed out. Mm. Um, we are getting increasingly closer to our goal of 100,000 YouTube subscribers, and how we're doing that is by basically targeting people every day and bullying them into submission. So yesterday we targeted the M- the Rachels. Mm-hmm. Um, Jackie chose really kind of a good a good a good name, biblical roots, extremely common, very millennial. Um, and today's my day to choose, and I've gone with Emily. Great. I think it's super common. So if you are an Emily who listens us to this as a podcast or as a YouTube video, get your fucking ass up, bitch, and go subscribe. Oh. I know you have a Gmail account that you email. But you catch
1: more flies with honey than with vinegar. Actually,
0: I think the the actual lesson we've learned these past couple of weeks is when it comes to YouTube subscribers, bullying works.
1: I think you catch more honey when you call the bees out by name, but still. No, I think we need to use a firm hand. Okay.
0: Emily's, this is your time. Use that Gmail account. Maybe you haven't logged in a few, in a few years, or maybe you have. Head over to youtube.com slash morning toast and subscribe to help us reach our goal. Not that it's a competition and that I'm not pitting women against women, but the Sarahs and the Rachels really sh- showed up. And I wouldn't want the Emilys to, you know, forsake their name. I wouldn't want that.
1: That would be a
0: big yikes. Big yikes. Mm. Those were all the things I had to update everyone on.
1: Great. So I'll just do a brief refresher for anyone who's new here. It's oh, one yeah. of my favorite things to do. So my name is Jackie. This is Claudia. We are sisters, full sisters. Blood. Same mom, same dad, sisters we have two other sisters olivia and Margot. Margot goes by snitch if you ever hear us saying snitch
0: she's the youngest sister
1: and it's not because she snitches she does snatch but she doesn't snitch
0: no and honestly like the roots the origin of the nickname are just too too deep to go to get into right yeah, now but we
1: just call her snitch and has nothing to do with like the Meaning of the word snitch. Now, Claudia and I are both married. My husband's name is Zach. Claudia's husband's name is Ben. Olivia's husband is also named Zach. Confusing. But we call him Shapiro. Sharipo, I call him. Yeah, it just depends on the day. We also both have King Charles Cavalier dogs, who you obviously saw at the beginning of this episode or if you're watching on YouTube. My dog's name is Theo. My dog's name is Bruno, but we call him Bruce, Bryce, Brassen, Strassen. Strassen. Um, So together they're Bryce and Strasson. And they're the Strice brothers. Theo also goes by Thrice. He also
0: goes by Crunch. He also goes by Captain Crunch, Crunchy Angel, Crunchy Angel Dora. Right.
1: Like, I call Bryce mostly Bryson these days, but when they're together, they're Bryson Stress. 100%. I call Theo, like,
0: mostly when it's the two of us, I call him, like, Crunchy or Tiggity.
1: I also call Theo Thea, and I call Bruna Bruna. And then they're the Stress sisters. Because (laughs) Bruna, 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 let me be your Bruna.
0: Bruna, 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 let me be your Thea. Thea, 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 let me be. Oh. oh, I remember the first thing.
1: Oh, but let me just finish Sorry, for yeah. one second because I just had a few more notes, which is that uh, we've been doing the show for four and a half years now. We absolutely love it. It's a dream come true. The show, we've been in many different studios. This is now a new studio for us. How many has it been? It was that one, this one, this one. This is fourth studio. Yeah. Which is really exciting. This is the first time we've incorporated flamingos and we're really excited about that if you haven't been able to tell. Thrilled um but Claudia still lives in New York so she will be going home soon so that was my number one is that my time here has come to an end I'm leaving this weekend
0: but there's really not much to worry about because while next week's episode I'll be at my studio in New York Jackie will be here in Florida we have a great new remote setup you won't even notice the difference um I happen to be returning here the week after that because I have a wedding and I figured like if I have to be here on Thursday for a wedding like I might as well just come Monday and podcast with you so It'll be like this a lot, back and forth. Jackie will be there. I will and be
1: here. And if come next Monday, you're staying with me, right? Yes. Oh, my God. I'm so nervous.
0: So it's just important to remember, like, a lot of people were quaking about all the change. But I hope that these last two weeks that I've been here have settled anyone's nerves. They've certainly settled mine. I can't right, lie. Right. Um,
1: we have mine a great too. Florida
0: setup. We have a great remote setup. We have a great New York setup. So there's really not much to worry about. If anything, like, we're elevating constantly
1: yeah and now the feed our feed page is like so pink and it's so sick Mm -hmm. and then when you go down it's green and we'll just there are a few posts with the blue couch we're constantly adding to the vibe and i just i think that's always a good thing because if
0: you're not evolving you're dying
1: yeah and so
0: that's on being alive
1: True that. Facts.
0: We've got a great show. Five. We.
1: Oh, and that's the other thing about us. We typically have a great show.
0: Yeah. And even when like we don't, it's still better than every podcast you've ever listened to. So.
1: Literally.
0: It's, and I'm not even just saying that because like obviously this is my show. It's just, it's an actual fact of life. Like you can look it up. It's 100% true.
1: Yeah. Especially considering it's every day. Right. Right. Like. <laughs> we're We're talented. We're feeling hashtag proud. Speaking of being proud, I also run a passion project podcast called the Redheads Book Club. It is a book club. We do one episode a month. We read one book. I do it with my two best friends and my little sister, Snitch. And we all have different book tastes. So every book choice is very different from the one before. And it makes for a great stimulating convo. And people love being a part of the Redheads. And the thing is, it's never too late to become a Redhead.
0: You can join whenever, read the book whenever, listen to the episode. I never, yeah. Um, you know, actually, I have been thinking a lot. Like, I have have a lot of jealousy of your passion project. I'm always thinking, like, maybe I should start a passion project podcast. But like, I literally don't know what about.
1: But you have so many passion projects. Like, you wrote a book. Yeah. You're on tour. Like, I feel like you have so you just because it's not a my podcast. Is no, just because it's not like identical to my passion yeah. project. You have, I would say, more passion projects.
0: Maybe that's just, like, me and my inherent need to, like, have everything that everyone else has. I think
1: it's your need to, like, be a mogul, never stop, yeah. never sleep, never. give your all. And never. so you're like, oh, wait, I'm not doing another podcast. Should I be? No, you're on tour. No, you're so right. Every Maybe time-
0: I need to take care of me.
1: You need to- Yeah, you never think about
0: yourself. You never talk never, about yourself. Never. You never worry about yourself. No, I should definitely start talking about myself more. Maybe yeah. i a podcast. Maybe that's- what well, my passion project is about.
1: Another podcast where you can just talk called, about yourself. And it's called Not To Make It About Me. That's actually a good name for a podcast. Trademark. It is. But every time <sighs> you try know. to start a podcast, like another one, you're like, I'm going to do this sort of podcast with Ben. I always tell you not to because you, do. you don't have the bandwidth. No, but OK, really random. Did you know
0: when you think of Coastal Grandmother, like the the name, the aesthetic and like the concept, what do you think? Like, where do you think it originated? Nancy Myers. OK, like, yes. But I mean,
1: like, who coined the phrase? Oh, someone on TikTok.
0: There is, like, I actually found her yesterday. I think she might be a toaster because she followed me on TikTok, so I followed her back. Her name is Lex. She, like, actually came up with the name. And it's, like, she trademarked it. And so she was, like, quaking over that Jimmy Fallon video we were roasting yesterday. But, like, something she made ended up on
1: yeah, the Tonight Show. Yeah, cool. Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm.
0: I never thought about, like, and that's the thing with the internet. Something becomes so popular, you never think about, like, who started
1: it. Yeah.
0: I always think about that with the girl who started, um eyebrows on fleek yeah I love that video eyebrows on fleek the fuck that girl was so funny and then literally it became just like a part of the vernacular and nobody even realized she was the girl who started it yeah and her eyebrows were on fleek the fuck. yeah um so I just thought that was interesting like factoid
1: we love interesting factoids that's another thing about us we
0: do and if it's not
1: interesting we don't want it
0: do not
1: send it back return to sender return
0: to sender immediately so we've got a great show I have nothing really else to say except for girlwithnojob.com slash tour um so yeah what about
1: you I think that's it for me I think we could jump in if anything comes up along the way you know we'll bring it up we will you know we'll, we'll mention it all certainly so without further ado to do, 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 do here are the fast size stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast
0: and today's episode is brought to you by Caraway Home. It's time to ditch the chemicals with Caraway Home's non-toxic cookware and bakeware collections so that you can make healthier cooking a piece of cake their non-toxic kitchen wares are all designed for the modern home and they feature a chemical free ceramic coating. So food can be prepared with peace of mind that no hard to pronounce compound will leach into your healthy ingredients. So they have the cookware set, which is a modern and chemical free iteration of the traditional 16 piece set, but it's boiled down just the essentials. Thank you. By the way, not all of us have the space. (laughs) They have the fry pan, saute pan, saucepan, and the Dutch oven. They have the long awaited iconics collection, which is the high design upgraded featuring two unmistakable classic shades, both dressed up in a glossy, gold hardware so obviously like functionally they're great you know non-toxic but really aesthetically which is more important to a shallow person like me they're stunning the pictures are I mean the color options
1: are so gorgeous premium pastel pliny vibes they also have the most gorgeous caraway set and Zach whenever he cooks he like burns everything and like Mm -hmm. ruins the pans but these ones are amazing because they're non-stick and so he physically can't and it's just a beautiful thing to watch for ladies with careless husbands everywhere
0: Visit carawayhome.com slash TMT to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners, so visit carawayhome.com slash TMT. Or just use the code TMT as in The Morning Toast at checkout. Caraway non-toxic cookware made modern. Today's episode is also brought to you by Beauty Counter, a leader in the clean beauty industry with the collective mission to get safer products into the hands of everyone. They believe that beauty should be good for you and that's why they created a variety of clean skincare and beauty products such as the Dew Skin Tinted Moisturizer which is a daily makeup meets skincare tinted moisturizer with an SPF 20. It'll provide a sheer lightweight coverage for a dewy luminous finish and it helps you achieve an even looking skin tone and it protects the skin Against the sun's damaging rays. I am a tinted moisturizer girly, but I find a lot of them to be like really oily, make me look really shiny when the overall goal is obviously like even out my skin tone, give me a little SPF so I can look, you know, like a a human being, not a zombie. Mm -hmm. And I really like the one from Beauty Counter. It doesn't make me look oily at all. And I feel like it really protects me from the sun. It's just like a great base that I can do makeup on top of or not. I also really like their mascara. Um, It's one of their best-selling products. It's a clean mascara. It achieves ultimate lift, length, and volume without any potentially harmful ingredients. Right now, they're offering 30% off your first order. So in case you needed another reason to switch to a clean beauty routine, head to Beauty Counter and use code TOAST to save 30% off your first order.
1: Great. Thank you so much, Claudia. It's a pleasure. Thank you so, so much.
0: You know what I've noticed? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, after I do, like, the first... Two ads is when I usually like to say it's a pleasure and I notice on Fridays you like really give me the space because sometimes you're like thank you Claudia our first story like not not remembering like I had a song to sing but on Fridays I feel like you're always like go you know
1: that is interesting encouraging
0: me to be creative it's like the fourth Friday
1: I've realized that That is so interesting. And it might just be because, like, you're in, like, a, you
0: know, a good Friday mood.
1: Or maybe it's because the stories are not pressing, so take your time. We don't have to jump right in, even though our first story I'm obsessed with, and I'm going to read it verbatim, because Kylie Jenner has gotten into a fight with some loser on Instagram. Okay, I have to say, like, we'll dive into it, but I did a full deep dive on that guy's Instagram
0: yesterday, because I was so curious, like, what makes him in charge? The authority. Right, like, who are you? Um... So tell the story and then I want to give my thoughts on this man's Instagram because he's literally a Karen.
1: Yeah. So Kylie was in the lab. I think she's in Milan. She posted pictures of her like mixing up some new formulas and, you know, being cute in the lab, lab tings. And this Karen called KJ Bennett beauty <laughs> on Instagram posted saying, I know the Kardashian Jenner stands are going to come from my throat because I'm calling out their cosmetic queen, but what the fuck Kylie? I'm a cosmetic developer and work with cosmetic manufacturers and their labs as part of my job. I have very short hair, and I've never been allowed into the lab or onto the manufacturing floor without a hairnet, shoe covers, masks, and disposable gloves. Kylie is gaslighting her followers into thinking she is creating cosmetics, and I'd like to know what ignorant ignorant manufacturer in Italy let her stage this photo op in their lab and on the manufacturing floor without following proper sanitation protocols. I need the name because I want to make sure my clients never work with them again. Chill. Folks, this is not the way we- Folks. (laughs) (laughs) this is not the way we create cosmetics and misrepresents how our industry works credible manufacturers follow strict sanitation protocols to protect you hashtag shame on you kylie jenner Kylie responded, Kevin, this picture is not taken in a manufacturing facility. I would never bypass sanitary protocols, and neither would any other celebrity beauty brand owner. That's completely unacceptable, I agree. This is a small personal space, creating my own fun samples and taking pictures for content nowhere near the mass manufacturing. No one is putting customers at risk. Shame on you, Kevin, for spreading false information. Get him, Kylie. Kevin. Shame on me, no shame on you or whoever takes care of your social media for trying to gaslight everyone into thinking I'm the one to blame. Just take responsibility for your mistake and move on. This is
0: so full circle because earlier in the week we were talking about people not understanding what gaslighting means and just using it when they like feel angry about someone they perceive to be lying. That's not what gaslighting is, first Mm -hmm. of all. So I just, I hate the misuse of the word. Second of all, it's important to note that this office that she's at, this manufacturing office is the same one that Rare Beauty uses. It's also important to remember that Cody Cosmetics, which is literally one of the biggest beauty conglomerates in the world, owns, I think, 50 percent of Kylie Cosmetics. This isn't like some janky Rinna Beauty, like mixing it up lip glosses in my kitchen. Like this is a really legitimate operation. I have a hard time believing that they would let Kylie into their actual manufacturing area where people literally make makeup that gets into the hands of the customers with her long hair, not in a hairnet, bypassing all these safety protocols. Selena Gomez, Rare Beauty uses this too. She was literally in that same office space, not a week ago, because she's in Italy with her mans that we spoke about yesterday, taking videos. She wasn't wearing a hairnet. Like, this is, first of all, I just, I don't believe that this is the actual place where no, they're manufacturing. It's,
1: it's not. It's for the content. Like, are you so stupid? I didn't see that and think, oh, that's the lipstick. Kylie's making my lipstick that I'm going to put on my lips. Like, she's fucking around. She's taking pictures. She's promoting, promoting her brand. And like, have you never had a photo op? Like, have you never taken a picture of you doing something that you weren't actually doing?
0: No. And so then I went on a deep dive on this guy's Instagram and he's literally like the police. He's like trying to be the diet prod of the beauty industry. Yes. Great analysis. Like, he is so annoying like you have to look at his Instagram he's just like Karen 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 like saying everything every beauty band is doing wrong and he's acting as if like makeup is literally like medical supplies like he's just acting like they put fucking toxins in our water like calm the fuck down first of all it's not that serious first of all second of all like who literally like who he needs to do a better job he probably has like a very you know detailed background that makes him you know, eligible to be a a critic. But, like, I don't know who or what it is that you do. His bio was extremely vague. Like, my clients, manufacturing. What does that mean? What do you do? I need to know if I can trust you because your Instagram is extremely vague.
1: No, it's extreme loser behavior, and I'm just obsessed with Kylie for dragging this loser. I know, but I do wish she didn't even respond. And for making the time to put him in his place and, and not backing down. He followed up. She followed up. But I also think, like, no one is really on the side of, KJ Bennett Beauty right now. No, but so it's so
0: easy to like call out a Kardashian because there's always gonna be like a slew of people being like, yeah, just because people hate the Kardashians. And I'm not even saying this because I literally would take a bullet for Kylie, but because like, it's just loser behavior and I I will never ever (laughs) take the side of loser behavior. No, this bothered me (laughs) so much. Like his... I don't even know what the His white tone, word is. like. No, what's the word when, like, he's, like, so indignant mm-hmm. and, like, condescending and mm-hmm. patronizing. Like, he knows everything about beauty. Well, actually, I would argue Kylie knows a hell of a lot about beauty. She literally started a billion-dollar beauty company, whether anybody likes to believe it or not, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God, it bothered me so much. And then people in the comments, like, oh, Kardashian, like, shut up. Like, if there's a legitimate critique of the Kardashians, like, I am the first person to, like, agree with it. Mm-hmm. Not the first, but I will agree with you. Yeah, no, but this, this is isn't not that. blind loyalty. This like- is
1: not that she's not like that's. It's not as if her products went out and Kylie hairs were in them right. and he's calling her out like
0: even though sh- I would literally love her lipstick with Kylie's hair in it I would sell it on eBay right
1: that's the other thing it's like okay so Kylie contaminated it cool yay yes. <laughs> sign me up but that's us being blindly loyal no but it's not that she's taking some pics calm right. the fuck down and by the way if he's such a
0: beauty expert shouldn't he understand like the importance of promoting and being authentic on Instagram and like sharing the experience with your customers here's where we make this here's my studio like you're such a beauty expert don't you know an important integral part of marketing is promoting on social media and that's exactly what she's doing so you should know like more likely than not she wouldn't compromise the quality and integrity of her products
1: for a photo no and KJ, neither would selena gomez and kj you've just given her much more promotion thanks. right because now we're talking about it i wasn't going to talk about those lab pics i saw them they're mm-hmm. cute i moved on
0: yeah and i just don't believe that like Kylie Cosmetics which is really like an extremely legitimate company whether people like want to drag it or not same with Rare Beauty that they would use the same manufacturer who would allow them to bypass sanitary rules like I just I don't believe that they wouldn't they wouldn't maybe if like there are some Instagram brands like that make like lip gloss I'm like yeah no you're definitely not complying with safety regulations but I don't feel that way about I just don't believe that Kylie or Rare Beauty would, would do that.
1: I'm not worried. Then he blasted this Selena, too. This isn't going to change my next purchase at Kylie. No, if anything, I'm empowered. I've been hearing a lot of good things about these cream blushes. I want to support this brand that's under attack. Right,
0: right. Supporting small businesses.
1: Female-owned businesses. Right, right. Thanks, KJ. Thank you. You have to do a deep dive on his Instagram. Like, it will infuriate I, I looked at a little you. bit of it. Yeah, no, it's just like, call out, call out. Please help me go viral.
0: Yeah, no, it was just like, and it's just so easy. I just think that's like a tacky way to create engagement on social media, like it's just uninspired. Oh wow, you're gonna umbrella on the Kardashians. Like Nobody's ever thought of that.
1: Indignation.
0: That's it. Thank you, righteous indignation. Justice for Kylie. We stand with Kylie.
1: We do, and she's having like such a cute weekend at Harrods mm-hmm. with Stormaloo. looking gorge,
0: gorge, gorge, gorge. I
1: loved her outfit. Me too. Multiple outfits. She's killing it. We love to see her out and about again. You know, she's it's out and about, and like she's all over TikTok, which. Between her and Rach, it's convincing, but I'm not going to do it because I, I have scruples. The Kardashians um, have really stepped up
0: on um, TikTok lately. Did you see You see this trend where like you tell someone you're going to do their makeup and then you turn them into a minion?
1: I didn't know that was the trend. I just saw Kim as a minion. North did it to Kim. And it was just like everything. Like, yes, trendy
0: queens. Yeah, so
1: I found a solve... So that I can keep up with Kylie and all this premium content, I followed one of her Stan accounts. That's like that Kylie's TikToks that posts everything that she does. Yeah. That's good.
0: That's good. You should follow one for like all like Kardashian TikToks,
1: because Chloe's
0: been really active too.
1: Shit. Okay. And also, that's where I saw this drama. Right. Was unfold on the new Stan account I yeah. follow. Okay. I got to up my Stan hood. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? Mm-hmm. By the okay. way, did you make um,
0: Kelsey Owens a story? No, but let's just talk about it really quickly. She posted on Instagram literally an hour ago.
1: Kelsey this, Owens from Siesta Key. Do you want to read it? You want me to read it? Oh, yeah. Sure. I got Verbatim it. Verbatim from the horse's mouth. Because like
0: you could feel the fury in her caption. But overall, she has been let go or like cut mm-hmm. from um, Siesta Key. Which is really shocking because she's not like a, irrelevant. Here's what she said. Last night, I was walking into scene. I think that means they were filming, right? Yeah. I was walking into scene at a freaking strip club of all places, and I was informed that I will be cut moving forward on Siesta Key with absolutely no warning. It's mind blowing and truly disgusting that after working on a show since I was 19 years old, where I've shared things about my personal life I wasn't always comfortable with, revolved my whole life around, and put so much effort into, could come to an end in such a disrespectful manner and so abrupt. Not even a simple, thank you for sharing the past five years with us. I cried my eyes out, then wiped those tears and film my last scene the best I could with my head held high. Despite the way things were handled, I'm so grateful for the friends I've made, once-in-a-lifetime opportunities I've been given, and most of all the fans. I wish I could hug each and every one of you. You have no idea how much your kind words and support have meant to me, and how much they've helped me get through some of the toughest times. I couldn't have made it these past five years without y'all, so thank you so much for that. I am truly a better person. My time on the show may have come to an end, but this is just the beginning for me. Time to strut my way into this next chapter. Juliet left a comment. The crown may tilt, but never falls. We've made some amazing memories and I'll never forget. Made some amazing memories I'll never forget, despite the ups and downs. Love you forever. Time to hop on the next roller coaster, girl. It's just the beginning.
1: Okay. So this was kind of shocking, um, especially if you know Siesta Key, like from the early days, like it was Kelsey and Juliet. You know, it's like Kristen and Elsie, like they were the two pillars of the show. But watching it more recently, these last few seasons, Kelsey, like, has herself taken a step back she's not involved in ever since all that stuff went down with Juliet and also with Kelsey and her bathing Mm -hmm. suit brand there was like one season where Kel and Kelsey said that stuff to Sam about Juliet like that was the last time I watched by the way yeah she like she was really involved in the drama she was starting stuff and I guess like she didn't like that That. version of herself and then the next season she pulled back completely to the point where she was talking about wanting to leave Florida like that was her whole storyline this past season is that she doesn't want to live in the key anymore she wants to maybe live in LA she was visiting Madison and it's like is Madison on the show yes Madison is on the show I'm not caught up on um the the most the the rest of this last season, but Madison has been going through a lot, like in her personal life. Yes. Um, so what's most surprising about this is that like this wasn't even Kelsey's decision because I would have thought at some point she would have left the show on her own because if you want to move to LA like that would be that it is disrespectful the way that they right. went about it I but- think what she's saying I don't know if she's necessarily even so mad that she's been cut I think it's the way yeah like you're about to just you're they're in Miami because I saw Juliet was at 11 so I guess that's where the scene was being oh, filmed strip club, yeah they're on a uh, cash trip probably and like in the middle of the trip you're gonna to be told like this isn't your job anymore well they probably wanted her final scene to be like really raw and emotional and maybe the best
0: way they thought of going about that was literally telling her 5 minutes before that you're fired. Yeah. So that's not cool. Um as someone who hasn't watched a show in a while, it's like, "Oh my god, they're kicking off Kristen Cavallari."
1: It's not. But it's not because she herself has just been like much more withdrawn from the show. She stopped even doing her bathing suit line. Uh she never really got back into the drama like she used to be. She just kind of became like a sounding board for other people and her personal storyline was like, "What will be my journey? Like, should I move to LA? Florida isn't for me." And so I think like she said ultimately this is what's best and it is a new beginning for her and now she can like find what her passion is mm-hmm. and like what makes her happy but it must have been a real shock considering she was that girl season one.
0: No I know and I, and I really haven't kept up in a while so can you tell me if she ever made a decision between commercial and editorial?
1: She kind of chose neither and at the end of the day she chose commercial because influencing the show is very commercial. Yeah. But she walked for Juliet's fashion show, which I I love. And that's the picture that she She posted. So we love women supporting women. And I just wish they could have supported each other sooner because they could have done a a bathing suit line together. It does
0: really suck though that like she was, you know, cast and, you know, fully like supported by the show when she was being like toxic drama and then probably like for her own mental health she like took a step back and was like let me just like not be so dramatic for a minute and then you get fired it just like reinforces like such bad behavior but yes. that's literally like the atmosphere on a reality show like
1: that yes the only other thing I'll say about siesta key is there are so many people on the show who actually aren't cast members like they're not in the credits they're uh, but they're kind of like friend of like I think it was years before like Amanda even mm-hmm. me but she was in every, every single scene. scene so I feel like that could happen with Kelsey if she does wind up staying in the key where like she'll be on the show all the time but she's not gonna be in the credits in the beginning you know uh you don't know, want to catch the feeling i don't really like that uh,
0: on reality shows and i feel like southern charm is getting that way where like i literally can't keep up with how many people there are they need to like flush out some of the older people like seriously why is john pringle still on the show you know like
1: but is it, he in the cast thing in the beginning
0: i don't know but he's still like a character yeah. you know there's like so many supplemental people that it's overwhelming and you can't really focus. They need to like keep the new people who are really good and get rid of some of the old people who are like stale.
1: Yes. But first of all, Southern Charm is working for me, so I'm not going to complain. But one, like sure, a new person could be really good season one, maybe even the whole season. But like longevity, longevity, you don't know. And then you're stuck with all these people who actually don't have it versus like the older people, not Pringle, because he's a new cast member. But the OGs, like they've proven that people like them. Mm -hmm. Maybe not every season is going to be the most interesting for them. But like, you need those people to sort of tether the show. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah. So surprising I wish Kelsey well and I'm glad that her and Juliet are friends again that was just the one thing that wasn't working for me yeah it wasn't right it wasn't right it didn't sit right no definitely Things not got real bad real. but I'm really proud of Juliet and it's so hard because like I see her on social media and like she kill she's so she's at Miami Swim Week she's mm-hmm. doing everything but then like the moments where the show's filming her she's like her making lowest. every bad choice yeah. going back to her ex-man's like but that's why she stays like on the show I know she's literally a professional it
0: drains her I mean of course like In order to be so, imagine if in order to be successful professionally, you had to be so toxic personally and like burn everything good to the ground.
1: Yep. And not focus on yourself or your well being or not drinking. Like every season, like I feel like so many of the people and every show, they start being like, I'm not drinking. But then just the environment harbors it yeah that behavior and it's so hard to stick to your goals no
0: that's why like being a reality star on like certain shows is so toxic and so draining and like literally so bad for your mental health mm-hmm. and then years later you like hear about it cuz like they're under contract and you're like wow well, how did that ever happen but it literally still happens yeah so Wishing Kelsey the best, really. Like, I think this was a great launching pad for her. She's going to have a successful career as an influencer, um, which is good. Like, it's lo- it's more low-key, like, than a reality show, you know? You don't need the fame. You just need to, like, make a-, a nice living and live
1: your life. And live your life. Yeah. Wishing her the best. Totally. Okay, now moving on to the next story. Lots of drama. Page six is reporting that Victoria Beckham is mm. in a cold war with her new daughter-in-law Nicola Peltz.
0: As predicted here on the Morning Toast, because
1: we just felt like there was a vibe at the wedding. It's the ice girls, says Page Six. That's oh, really that's good. funny. <laughs> There's a full-on cold war between Victoria Beckham and her new daughter-in-law Nicola Peltz. Nicola Peltz. Page Six has learned. Nicola just married Bro- Brooklyn Beckham back in April, who's their oldest son, but page six years there was trouble brewing even before the nuptials a source close to the family told them quote they can't stand each other and don't talk the build-up to the wedding was horrendous the source says that nicola didn't want victoria to be any part of the planning and she wouldn't clue victoria in on anything communication was minimal apparently the cold sh- shoulder didn't help victoria who was struggling to warm up to the new family member see her good side mm. they added that it's become quote non-stop petty drama and it's coming between the beckhams who now live in Miami and their son quote they haven't spoken to him much in the last few months said a source who told us that it even went over badly at the Beckham house when Brooklyn posted a cover of Nicola on the cover of Tatler saying calling her quote the new Mrs. Beckham yikes
0: I mean that's fucking disrespectful by the way like that's not cool
1: yeah that is not cool
0: okay so obviously we were just like a little we were tipped off when after the wedding it was clear that Brooklyn and Nicola were going to go by Mr. and Mrs. Beck- Beckham. Beckham pelts or whatever yeah um like new progressive woman in power yeah and every time Victoria would post about the wedding it was Mr. and Mrs. Beckham so it was clear that like there was like a little shade there mm-hmm. and I think we all I mean when you're so famous so wealthy like I just can't imagine it being like a typical ideal mother-in-law relationship like there's, there's like so much at stake yeah and there's so many egos like models singers actresses like there's egos involved. So it's a recipe for disaster.
1: Um But I just remember years ago when they were dating, Victoria like would post about her glowingly on her Instagram. Okay, so this is just a
0: theory, but like it's easy to post glowingly about a nobody. Do you know what I mean? Like for a really long time, honestly, up until her wedding, like most lay people who aren't obsessed with celebrity and, and social media culture have no idea who Nicola Peltz is. She's very much like a socialite. Her dad is like a very wealthy person. She might, I think she's acted, but like no one really knows her work. So it's easy as like, you know, the biggest star, Victoria Beckham designer, everything to embrace someone who's non-threatening. Yeah. But I think like with the engagement and the buildup to the wedding, they were doing like all this Vogue stuff. Like I think like it got like a little too close for Victoria, honestly. Like this is where egos come into play, where it's like, you know for a moment in time Nicola was like the most famous Beckham woman forever that's been Victoria so the way that I perceive it is like a jealousy thing like a a competition thing
1: that's interesting the way that I perceive it is it goes back to Bella Thorne calling Nicola a mean girl yes and there are a lot of rumors about her being not a nice person that's true too I think also Nicola and Brooklyn are like obsessed with each other and like just you know To the point of ignoring the rest of the world Mm -hmm. and in some ways taking their son away from the Beckhams. Well,
0: isn't that just like the great equalizer, the most relatable thing? Like I think a lot of girls struggle with their mother-in-laws because their mother-in-laws feel like they're the ones who have always been there for their sons and the son belongs to them. I'm the number one girl in my son's life, but actually you're not now. And that's where a lot of in-law relationships between mothers-in-laws and the bride stems from it's like a jealousy it's a territorial thing yeah but
1: like now as a mom like if some wench comes in
0: goodbye no i know are you gonna be a toxic mother-in-law
1: i don't think so i
0: it will depend on the girl sorry no you're right it's definitely easier to be a mother-in-law when it's your daughter you know yeah because you would welcome a man and i'm talking obviously hetero um Relationships. It's easy, I think, to let a man into your daughter's life because you welcome the idea of someone protecting. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's very traditional of me, but those are like bridal tings Like, yeah, you welcome the idea of like an addition to the family, someone whose best interest is in your daughter and like protecting, joining you and protecting her. Yeah. Um, because you can never have enough protection, <laughs> But with a mother in law and a son, you're not as welcoming to because you're not coming in to protect, you're coming in to take T- over, to take, to control, to snatch, to control, you know, yeah. and there's only gonna be one bitch in control. Yeah.
1: Two two bitches can protect. And bitch is very much in control. And I think Brooklyn
0: has gone willingly, as he should, by the way, um, because I don't stand toxic mother-in-laws who, like, literally want to be equal to their wives And be called Mama. Okay, I just saw this guy. uh, This is totally random. This guy on TikTok was telling a story about how he was in prison for 14 years, and his mom came to pick him up. And it was his girlfriend at the time, so it's not the same. But then his girlfriend drove um, to the prison, and so she showed up, and he was so excited. And he's like, which one do I drive with? And it was a girlfriend so I do believe you go with your mom. Um okay, you just got out of prison. Your son gets out of prison. <laughs> God forbid knock what. Harry gets out of prison and you pull up to pick him up and so does his wife. Girlfriend you said. No, but I'm saying this is now I'm saying if it's a wife like who picks whose car does he get into? Ooh, the wife.
1: If it's a wife. I- and
0: I don't know why they didn't just drive together. Maybe they're coming from different like states, but
1: you need to communicate better. You need to communicate better. I but hope like, I don't find myself in no, this situation. No, of course, of course. But the thing is, it's like the wife. The wife, yeah, but that was a girlfriend that you said. You know, it just
0: reminded me of the situation. Mm-hmm. So it's like when mother-in-laws can't really understand that like they now come second yeah. to the wife, that's where things get toxic. Yeah. So Brooklyn, like giving you know his all to nicola is what he should be doing as a good husband
1: yes but i but he should also, also be doing a better job there's, communicating there's a and there's a better i do feel like the vibe i'm getting is that they're very isolated and yeah. just into each other yeah and it shouldn't be that way he comes from a really big family and it seems to be like a loving family he mm-hmm. has tons of siblings yeah. like he shouldn't be giving his parents them are the cold married. shoulder married for it should be one big happy family agreed
0: completely and by the way in-law relationship tings like they take time dynamics to like settle into place um but this is not a good start <laughs> no
1: but you know what? but what's so crazy is like when we saw this wedding before and when we finished recapping we were like that was weird about the peltz beckhams versus her saying the beckhams but the whole time we were like how perfect how charmed you know everything is life so, is perfect this is the perfect family the and it just goes to show you like it's never what it seems no and we said days of the week are the great equalizers
0: mothers-in-law mother-in-laws are the great equalizers yeah everyone's got a story no matter how much money you have where you come from socioeconomic status education
1: and i also think like yes nicola has like these stories about her but i think they're both kind of like tough cookies you know for sure no they're both both like ice queens yeah and two ice queens rubbing together makes more ice very chilly yeah
0: Ooh.
1: Okay, are you ready for
0: our next story? If it's a story that's brought to you by ZipRecruiter, then yes, I am. Mm. There are so many more things to do during the summer, and you want to free up as much time as possible to enjoy them. So if you're a business owner, the last thing you want to do is sort through tons of unqualified candidates' resumes when you could be at the beach, listening to the podcast, going swimming, going hiking, literally doing a million things. So that's why you need ZipRecruiter to find great candidates. They do the work for you. Now you can try it for free when you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash toast. Here's why ZipRecruiter is great. It is a resource we have used at The Toast for video editors, various like freelance full-time. We've used it, and it's really a great asset. They use their powerful technology to find and match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review the recommended candidates and then invite your top choices to apply. ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy to filter, review, and rate your candidates. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. So soak up all that Summer has to offer and let ZipRecruiter do the work for you. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash toast, and that's where you can try it for free. Again, ZipRecruiter.com slash T-O-A-S-T. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.
1: Great, thank you. Our next story, Megan McCain is speaking again about her experience on The View and oh. explaining the Joy's comment that made her quit her once also,
0: and Also, they have confirmed their fifth Co-host and it is Ana Navarro.
1: No, it's both of them. It's oh. Ana Navarro and the one we talked about last week, Alyssa.
0: Oh, oh, oh! oh. I only saw they Navarro. They put
1: both of them in Megan's place. Got it. Anyways, Megan McCain revealed that Joy Behar served as the ultimate catalyst to quit the View. The former morning show co-host explained on a podcast on Thursday that podcast Behar's making podcast making news. Joy's response to her returning from maternity leave in January twenty twenty one after giving birth to her daughter Liberty made her realize the job was not worth it. Joy as she said Megan said quote I finally went back on the show and the day I went back on the show Joy said on air quote nobody missed you we didn't miss you you shouldn't have come back it was really mean like that's mama's getter. Get that was really mean like I don't
0: they were arguing about something political I don't even remember and they were trying to cut to a commercial break but Megan wanted to like finish her point which obviously like maybe she shouldn't have done like you have a certain time slot but like she was passionate and it was so mean the way like Joy cut her off and then literally was like basically get back in the kitchen woman. Like it was so, <laughs> it was so derogatory. So I can imagine that having like a profound effect on Megan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to say, I didn't, so last night when I saw the Ana Navarro thing, I'm not really familiar with Ana Navarro or like what her politics are. The only thing I saw is like this really bad take she had on special needs children. It was like actually really fucked up. Yeah. Um, I was trying to understand like, because as far as I'm concerned like Megan was conservative and this is not me being political at all I just thought the show was supposed to like represent a broad range of political views and then when I thought it was just Ana Navarro I'm like well there isn't actually like a Republican or a conservative so how is this the view it's just like a view um and even with this the other girl who worked for Trump so she's obviously conservative like she gets half the seat because Ana Navarro gets the other like I just, I'm, this is not me being political. Like, I'm just asking, like, how is that, like, fair representation for everyone? You know what I mean? No, I don't. And how are we supposed to have, like, actual meaningful dialogue if you're only talking to people who you agree with?
1: Right. And then there's just the one that you disagree with and everyone gets that just it's like Megan. Right. Like, there really should be two Republicans, like, actually, like, hardcore Republicans, two, like,
0: hardcore Democrats and, like, a centrist. Or
1: two centrists.
0: Sure, sure. We, it should be a spectrum. Right. So, I don't. I don't know, like how the view intends to like really represent all of America's views moving forward. If half the time there's not even like an actual Republican on TV,
1: yeah, I don't think they're so concerned, you know. No, yeah, I think like the way that they're doing it now, um, and and even like this story illustrates that. It's like we liked it better when you were not here to disagree right, with. That's us. like really sad for Megan McCain. Like- she said, "This is what she said." She said, "Um, she said I just started hysterically crying. Sorry, gentlemen. I know I started lactating on air and started crying." <gasps> She said she went back to her office and threw up before calling her brother who convinced her to leave the show. She said, quote, I didn't feel supported when I had my baby and I didn't feel supported coming back. And that was ultimately it. That's why I left.
0: So I'm assuming her and Joy like aren't girlies anymore. But I am really curious about her relationship with Whoopi because like the entire time she was on the show, like she really maintained that like Whoopi Goldberg was a really good friend of her father's, a good friend of her family. She like has so much respect for Whoopi. Mm-hmm. Um
1: So is that still true? This is what she said in her memoir. Quote, the thing about Whoopi though is that she yields so much power in culture and television Mm -hmm. and once she turns on you, it can create unfathomable tension at the table. I found her open disdain for me more and more difficult to manage as the years went on and it became more frequent. Occasionally, if the show's political discourse veered into territory that she found disagreeable, Whoopi would cut me off sometimes harshly. So I don't think it's- I don't think it's the same. No. That's too bad. Yeah. Female friendships
0: notwithstanding- You get to
1: see it. I always get like so interested in this View news. I know. And I need to read that book. You do, Women Who Punch. Ladies Who Punch. That makes the title better because it's like Ladies Who Lunch, except they're me. Oh, they you punch, know, I never put that together. And they punch each other. That's good. Yeah. Except I don't really know the history of The View, but I think I would find it interesting.
0: Yeah. And I think that's extremely pertinent because this week on The View, they brought back Elizabeth Hasselback mm-hmm. for like one day as a guest co host to fill in Megan's still empty chair. Um, and a lot of people were talking about it. I don't know what happened um, before. I don't know what happened this week, but I just know that she's back in the news
1: yeah i saw that too is they she were also making it david wait, no, no, that's no, hoff no but they were also making it seem the headlines that like she was coming back and it's like for one episode. for one day yeah for one yeah and i think
0: if i remember correctly it was her versus rosie o'donnell mm,
1: that sounds right because i
0: follow rosie o'donnell on tiktok and she made a tiktok about the elizabeth hasselback she's like i went to watch um elizabeth hasselback's episode and now i remember why i hate her or something like <laughs> it was um it's obviously not resolved between the two girlies Damn. and it just makes me upset. I feel like I said this earlier. Like I feel like the view is supposed to be like, we can all have difference of opinions and still be friends and time after time. Like they've proven that actually not to be true.
1: Yeah. So it's upsetting.
0: It's setting a bad example. Yeah, it really is actually.
1: Yeah. Our next story is some big news from lady a they're postponing their tour to support, support Charles Kelly's journey to sobriety. Oh I think this is good. Lady A is postponing their request line tour in solidarity with band member Charles Kelly's sobriety journey. Quote we are a band but more importantly we're family. Mm -hmm. The country music trio wrote in a joint statement on social media on Thursday. Quote we're proud to say that Charles has embarked on a journey to sobriety so right now in order to be the healthiest strongest and most creative band we can. Lady A will take time with the support of our families and team of professionals to walk through this together. I love this by the way because
0: Two things. There have been, you know, whispers in the country community for years about, um, his struggle, like his open struggle with alcohol and not really any resolution, but also I think that honestly, like when I think of the trajectory of Lady A's career, um, when they first had, like, those first couple songs that were literally, like, cross-genre hits. Everyone, whether you like country or not, I just need you now. Like, they were gonna be, like, the next Dan and Shay almost. And it does feel like they got, like, sidetracked and almost kind of blown off the radar and I think a lot of it had to do with like the toxic dynamics of the group that were fueled by his drinking that's like what I think and this is like I think like a 10 year issue Mm -hmm. um and I love Charles Kelly he's literally so hot I actually would take a bullet for him so I'm so I'm actually really happy to hear this and that they're sharing it openly is like really cool because a lot of people in this industry like struggle with addiction. They like get help, but we never hear about
1: it. Right. But they are on tour. So they would have to come up with a reason. for Right. The postponement. They, but they did could say, always
0: say like COVID, like you could yeah, come yeah. up with a million things. Yeah.
1: They did say it was early days of his sobriety journey. So I think he has a long way to go, but I agree. I think this is all good news. And I do, they have, they're so successful and country fans love them. And they do huge tours mm-hmm. and their music's on the radio. And I don't think they are lacking in any successful department. No, me neither. But along the way, they have each done solo endeavors I feel like sometimes the band always wasn't a priority. They mm-hmm. don't have like the, the crossover success that they maybe could have had as you're arguing. And maybe some of these dynamics did play a part in that. I think them prioritizing
0: their solo projects, at least the vibe that I got, and I don't know this for a fact, had to do with like the band being a little toxic. Like needing a break. Needing a break and like tiptoeing around this big thing. Everyone's thinking it, but no one's saying it. Yeah, it's
1: like if Dan of Dan and Shay, when did a solo project, I'd be like, okay, something's going on. Right. Not great.
0: Right, and that's kind of what's going on with um Florida Georgia Line.
1: But they're, t- I mean, yeah. Good they're like broken literally- up, but
0: not, I don't know what's going on.
1: Yeah, I mean, aside from us, you know, p- some people like need a break from each other, like duos, yeah. and maybe it's- That's why you lo- should only work with your sister. But then you look at the Jonas Brothers, big yikes. Yeah, because then
0: if like, if you you know, professionally things get weird, they also get weird personally and like your whole life falls apart. Like, at least if you're an abandoned, it doesn't work out. Like you still have your family. So like
1: my working theory was like, you know, because they're not family and it's just, you know, at a certain point, you can be super close and work together, but there's always something to call her daddy, you know? Right, It's by the way, it
0: always comes back to right. call her dad. And then I
1: always think about us and it's like, oh, we have to be tethered because we're family and so we have to fucking make it work, even if you know, if for some reason it didn't. But then I think about the Jonas Brothers and mm-hmm. they throw a wrench in my theory. I know. But I do believe it, the Jonas Brothers are like an outlier. I like to think. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's think of like, you know,
0: bands. But they did groups, get it back
1: together and maybe if they weren't family, they would they have wouldn't had have. no reason to. They wouldn't have. But
0: Kevin started having kids and it's yeah. like we're not going to know our uncles family like tethers you to to one another. And in some they, actually, I don't think they really would have ever gotten back together if they weren't brothers, because first of all, they had no reason to come back to one another. And they were having individual success like yeah. DNCE and Nick Jonas's solo career. Yeah. So they would have continued on with that and all been fine. Yeah. So uh, family man Caroline Manzo said it best. Blood is thick in
1: the water. It's really true. So true. So true. Our fifth and final
0: story is, is brought to you by ZocDoc it is real reviews before you book a brunch spot you pour over a list of reviews don't you so yeah. why don't you do the same when you're booking a doctor with ZocDoc you can see real verified patient reviews to help find the right doctor in your network and in your neighborhood after all finding the right doctor is just as if not import, more important than finding the right place for eggs benedict and I feel like especially <laughs> like you know everyone gets in a routine when it comes to doctors but you just moved like you don't know any I was of the doctors just about to
1: say that like when you move it makes you realize like you need new everything. New everything. And yeah, what's the Yelp for doctors? Right. ZocDoc. So on ZocDoc, you can find every
0: specialist under the sun, whether you're trying to straighten your teeth, fix your achy back, get a mole checked out, anything else, ZocDoc has you covered. Their mobile app is as easy as ordering a ride to a restaurant or getting delivery to your house. You search, find, and book doctors within a few taps. You can find and review local doctors, read verified patient reviews from people who actually made appointments. And now when you walk into the doctor, you are
1: actually beautiful. <laughs>
0: Now, when you walk into doctor's offices, you're all set to see someone in your network who gets you. Go to ZocDoc.com. Find the doctor that is right for you in person or remotely. So ZocDoc.com slash toast. Download the ZocDoc app for free. When you use the link Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash toast, you will get ZocDoc downloading the app for free, starting your search for a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. ZocDoc.com slash toast.
1: Great, our fifth and final story, a little update, something we've been talking about, Um, not officially, but Brittany Greiner is (gasps) devastated after a Russian court sentences her to nine years in prison, lawyers say.
0: I saw this and I'm like, this is like so upsetting.
1: Yeah, well, at first I thought like, I mean, she has been sentenced to nine years in prison in a Russian penal colony, so that's where she's going. But this does still leave things open to a prisoner exchange.
0: Yeah, so I mean- I feel like um, there's not really like clarity on like what anyone is actually planning to do. And I guess maybe like they're not sharing top secret government shit with us. Um, But I would like to know like if there's a plan in place, Brittany Griner's wife is like kind of the face of the social media campaign. She's been like literally begging the president to actually do something. Um, And now I think it just like feels real for a lot of people because she's kind of been in this limbo, like appealing and, you know, in court. But now she has like a full ass sentence and it's really fucking long for a marijuana pod. Like, it's so dumb. Um, And I don't know like what the plan is to get her out. Like people are saying they want to trade this like crazy ass violent Russian arms dealer who is like in Guantanamo or something here. Um, Putin's like, yeah, give me him and you can have her, which is like, that sucks. But you got to do what you got to do. Like you got to bring girly home. Yeah, and apparently now this is like bringing out other stories of Americans there's like and I'm completely uneducated so like just bear that in mind there's this other guy in Russian prison American his name is like Adam and like no one's talking about him they're like get Adam out too damn so it's just so scary
1: also you had said that for a while the media wasn't really covering this because they were like trying to do a backdoor deal or something and not like make it a big deal so that like Russia doesn't know how much we want her back.
0: Right, like not like quaking over how big of a deal this is because then Russia's like wait this is a big deal like we want all of our disgusting Russian arms dealers back you know <laughs> so yeah. not letting them know what they had so because I was like why the fuck is nobody talking about this like and everyone keeps comparing like if it was LeBron James the biggest player in the NBA not the WNBA like he would be home already Um, so I was like yeah wait why isn't anyone talking about it and then when I had posted that on my Instagram it was like the same day this podcast came out um, basically like the media was told like not to blow it up yet because it might impact negotiation Negotiations, which yeah. did actually make sense to me,
1: yeah. But I do feel like now it no, now it's like we got to blow up it up, and it might impact negotiations. I
0: know, and I, like but, the thing but, is, but are the there negotiations? They, but the way they
1: were doing it before didn't work either,
0: right? And I don't even know if like anyone is actually trying to get her out. Like all everything I hear is just like conjecture. Like, how do you know yeah. what the government, foreign affairs, national security is trying to do?
1: Yeah, the it's Secretary really of sad. State said that quote. Griner was ha- quite happy to know that she had not been forgotten and that there were some possible developments. So vague.
0: I know. She just must be, like, freaking out. Yeah. Like, so scared. Yeah. We'll keep you abreast, but I really do hope she gets home safely. And I think, like, everyone should be, like, quaking over this because it's so sad. Like, she must be freaking out, so scared.
1: Yeah. No, it's really Like, scary. being
0: in prison is obviously scary, no matter what. But, like, in a foreign country where, mm-hmm. like, you don't speak the language. Mm-hmm. Really scary. Um. So, those were the fast five stories. You definitely needed to know them, like I can, all of them. I, f-
1: I feel like you did. It was a little six because of Kelsey.
0: Right, five and a half. Kelsey
1: was the sixth man. Sixth man.
0: Um, and that's our show. This is the final episode of the week. And it's the final episode um that I'm down here. But again, if you missed it in the beginning of the show, I'm literally coming back a week from today. So don't worry. And but it gives us a week to work to
1: like show you guys what we have to in for remote. It's yeah, and get great. our
0: kinks worked out yeah. in the remote studio. So um I'm gonna be in West Hampton on Friday for a show. So girlsnojob.com slash tour.
1: Are you gonna go see Tom Segura and Tim Dillon? They're both, both playing there? like the day before and the day after week. Make me. a weekend of it. If I was in town, I would go to all three. You just sleep there. Triple whammy, my favorite podcast. And Jay Leno. You No, I'm good. You guys would I would have a festival called Podcella. And it was just like me going to the three of you.
0: We should have a festival called. I mean, I'm sure there I think there is like podcast festivals, but like we've never been invited, so they're obviously not good. Um we should put together like Podcella. I think
1: we were invited to one. Really? Yeah. Oh, we actually were, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it didn't work. But it out. wasn't a
0: podcast festival. It was a comedy festival that we couldn't yeah. like schedule. It didn't work, but I don't know if there's like an actual podcast festival. Yeah. Like, but who would put it on? That's the thing. That's the same thing with like the podcast awards. It's like, oh, who should put it together? iHeartRadio.
1: Then they only nominate their own podcast, which yeah. obviously makes sense. No, like, I if we did awards, I would nominate TNN. I'm actually shocked iHeartRadio hasn't done a podcast festival of their podcasts. I don't expect them to include us. Right. Like, live shows of their podcasts, PodFest. Yeah, they would call it iHeart Podcasts. You
0: know, I don't think you're actually allowed to, like, put together a festival and have it end in cella. Like, I think it's trademarked. Oh,
1: of course. I mean, I would assume. Yeah. No, they would call it iHeart Podcasts. But we would
0: call it Podchella.
1: Yeah. That's would.
0: why we're better than everyone. And
1: that's why we'll get sued. And
0: that's why it'll never happen. <laughs> Um, thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Have an amazing weekend. Love you all. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the millennial morning show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcast. anywhere,
1: absolutely anywhere there's anywhere. nowhere that we're not where you could find podcasts where you couldn't find ours any podcast can be fast that so of. that's
0: spotify itunes stitcher public radio iHeartRadio, Castbox, radio cast all the places so wherever you listen to podcasts find us morning toast and leave a five-star review about how beautiful
1: stunning and smart we are have an amazing in weekend and we'll see you guys ugh, on monday in though keep it in Crayab. bye nothing less than in y'all bye